0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1366, In Praise of Laziness, by Jacob Lund Fisker of EarlyRetirementExtreme.com. Welcome to Optimal Finance Daily. I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the podcast where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance every day, including weekends and holidays. If you have a question you want answered here on the show, go ahead and send one into finance at oldpodcast.com and make sure you check out the other awesome podcasts on our network on topics like health, relationships, and personal development. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you listen to your podcasts. For now, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. In praise of laziness, by Jacob Lund Fisker of EarlyRetirementExtreme.com. My wife tells me that I am exceptionally lazy, which I hear as being exceptional something. However, my laziness is of a certain peculiar kind in that I will go to great lengths to avoid having to go to great lengths. For instance, instead of adding to the amount of dirty utensils when I'm cooking by using a different pot a different spoon, etc., for everything. I will tend to combine ingredients in the same pot or rinse off the ladle I'm currently using to use it in another pot. Rinsing something off is far easier than letting the food dry and then trying to get it off. I'll even go so far as to not make certain dishes if they take too long. For instance, I will not spend 60 minutes making something that takes 10 minutes to eat. When I can make something in 10 minutes that is just as fulfilling. Consequently, I rarely leave a mess in the kitchen when I'm done. Actually, I'm not lazy as much as I am efficient, or so I'd like to think. One of the things that sometimes comes up when people have money trouble is whether to spend less or earn more. Here, a very, 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 very common mistake is the inability to tell the difference between price and value. If you are asked whether you prefer to earn more or spend less, you are really being asked about your price preference. What you actually should be concerned about is, how do I get more value with less effort? If we return to the cooking example from earlier and use it analogously to the way GDP is measured, it's clear that if someone uses three different pots and pans to make a sauce, three ladles, two knives, a cutting board, plus the mess that's left on the kitchen table, then that person would contribute more to GDP. That person would be more productive, and we all hail productivity as being virtuous. Why some people actually believe that being industrious is sure to guarantee them a good seat in the afterlife. Conversely, making spaghetti sauce with a pot, a plate, a fork, and a knife which you will later use for eating it, is considered a sacrilegious form of laziness. It's definitely not considered nearly as productive, even though the end result is the same. Actually, as with practically anything that does not fit their conformist thinking, the good people at Psychologists are Us have deemed laziness a personality disorder, and it will send you straight to hell according to religion. Funny them. When presented with the normal way of doing things, which is to get a job and then proceed to spend all the money one makes, my first inclination was to be lazy in the spending process. This certainly did require some learning. Such transitions are always hard. I remember when I started Shinkendo and all the moves were unfamiliar. I must admit that I didn't really enjoy feeling stupid on the mat. However, I got over it and kept learning and now most moves are familiar to me. It's the same thing with being properly lazy. I mean, efficient. For instance, with books, in my ignorant state, my only option was to either not read them or read things on the internet. And contrary to the 42% of college graduates who never again open a book, a number which is actually higher than the number for high school graduates at 33%, I love reading. Today, I have many sources of books, such as the library and swapping. I don't find the choices lacking, and I pay almost nothing. Following this transition, I discovered how to get the same value for three quarters of what I previously spent. Now, at that point, I did not actively seek to work less and simply did what I enjoyed doing regardless of what it paid. If you enjoy what you do, I see no problem with making money from it. I like money. My issue is that by being efficient, making more money is kind of like making more ice creams when you already had a couple. Imagine that ice cream was the sole purpose of life. Now, most people would be working hard to make four ice cream cones. They would then proceed to drop one on the ground on their way home. That's the cost of transportation, more or less, at 20%. Lose another one in one of their many bedrooms that's the cost of large housing, another 25%. And after eating one, decide that that was good enough, put the last one in the fridge and forget it was there. That's pretty much the stuff you buy and never use. Now, excuse me for being dense, but what would be the purpose to ask your boss for more responsibility or negotiate a higher salary? For instance, a fifth ice cream cone if all it did in general was perhaps to allow you to lose it on the way home, forget it in the bathroom, or drop it in your garage. Yes, I know it's an affront to not want to make more of them. If I say I only make one ice cream cone, people will think I'm starving and eating dirt because I clearly am a klutz like everyone else and drop my food all over without getting to eat it. And with only one cone, it seems impossible that I would get to eat it. I know that. I have tried to explain that one only needs to be careful with the one cone and then that's all you really need and we both have ice cream. But apparently I'm not the only one being dense. You just listened to the post titled In Praise of Laziness by Jacob Lund Fisker of EarlyRetirementExtreme.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com/OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com/OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. I get the sense that Jacob was a bit high on ice cream when he wrote this article but he actually makes a great point about efficiency and resourcefulness here. If you aren't careful with the money you have now, making more money is likely not gonna lead you to wealth building. Your habit of spending is more likely going to diminish your increased earnings as much as it's affecting your ability to save now. It reminds me of when I started becoming really interested in personal finance, and I had the realization that, if I can’t manage $1,000, then I can’t manage a million dollars either. On another note, even though I haven’t had a raise in three years, I gave myself a raise by moving to a lower cost of living area and optimizing my expenses as much as possible, which has resulted in a 60% savings rate. Now, in theory, I could focus on increasing my income to reach financial independence faster, but I'm not sure if that's the most efficient or resourceful use of my time. Does that make me lazy that I'm not aggressively trying to grow my income? I don't think so. I think recognizing how much is enough is counterintuitive in our culture, but it's going to serve me better in the long run. By settling in and maintaining my 60% savings rate versus pushing it higher, I'm less likely to burn out on my pursuit of financial independence. So in that sense, my, these are air quotes here, laziness starts to become a pretty solid strategy. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day. And I'll see you for this Sunday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.